Hello and welcome to the From Campus to Careers podcast. My name is Adam and I'll be hosting today's episode. This episode is part one of a mini-series we've put together in collaboration with the university's alumni team called Careers in Focus. The aim of these episodes is to explore the various different career paths Aston graduates have chosen, digging deep into what working in these roles truly looks like. So today's guest is Aisha Begum, who will be telling you all about herself and what she does in just a moment. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome, Aisha, to the From Campus to Careers podcast. Um, can I ask you to just tell our listeners uh, what you do in terms of your job and what company you work for? Hi, Adam. Thanks for inviting me to be in this podcast. Um, so I'm Aisha Begum. I am currently a junior consultant um, working with a consultancy called Turner and Townsend. Um, so I work in the Birmingham office located um, in Snow Hill. And uh, when did you actually graduate from Aston? So I graduated in July 2019. It seems like years ago now, but July 2019, I graduated um, with a degree in economics and politics. Oh, great. So um, in terms of the type of role that you do, I know you've just said a junior consultant. So I'm going to ask you to kind of open that up a little bit for us. So what... Uh, I guess, are your main responsibilities as a junior consultant with Turner and Townsend? So as a junior consultant, I work in procurement, um, which is quite an unknown area to many. Um, But in its simplest form, uh, procurement is the buying and selling of goods and services. Um, So I work specifically within the construction industry. And um, as part of that, within the procurement space, we are basically preparing uh, it's the process of preparing for the implementation of a project. Mm-hmm. Um, so by this, I mean agreeing sort of contract terms, um, ensuring that we have the correct strategy in place, and then running tenders as well. Um, just to stop me if you're, if you're not um, familiar with a particular term. Um, so by running a tender, what we do is um, invite suppliers to sort of bid for work. Um, so, for example, where we've got a construction project in place, uh, we need contractors and suppliers to actually do the work. Um, so where we run tenders, the suppliers will bid for the work and then we'll evaluate their um, strategy terms and their prices and eventually award um, an organisation or a number of organisations to actually carry out the work. Um, so in terms of my actual responsibilities, I'm currently contracted to work um, within HS2. Um, okay. So as you know, um, they're pl- planning to build a railway, a railway um, across many of the regions within the UK. Um, So as part of that, I work in um, quite a niche area of procurement um, where I'm actually looking at the scope of the works. Um, So for every project, there's a works information available, which is a set of instructions essentially to instruct the contractor on how to carry out the works. Mm -hmm. And um, I work across various contracts looking at their particular works information. So um, I'm working across the use and station, Birmingham Curzon Street, Birmingham Interchange, Old Oak Common and also Mainwork Civils. Um, so I'm working within a small team to review their scope of works and sort of define and clarify contractor requirements where necessary. 
So would you say just just kind of listening to that, that seems like quite a lot of variety um, in terms of your day to day role. Um, would you would you say that's something that you'd agree with in terms of you seem to be doing a different challenge or something different almost every day? Yeah, I would say no day is ever the same. I mean, working across various contracts means also working with various teams. Um, so in terms of the workload, it is super busy at the moment and every team has their own deadlines to work within. Um, so I would, I would say it's quite varied in that sense. And um, it's quite interesting as well because you sort of see how teams work differently um, and what their priorities are and ensuring that you're basically meeting stakeholder expectations. Great. So. Obviously, um, at the moment, you are working from home. And uh, previous to that, obviously, you're working in the office, as you said, in the Birmingham branch. Um, so what what have you kind of had in terms of what's your experience been like in terms of transitioning from being office based to working from home and that um, potential of a hybrid? Um, so pre-COVID, I was in the office five days a week. So I used to work a couple of days in the Tanner and Townsend office and then a couple of days in the HS2 office also in Birmingham. And then um, when COVID had hit, we were instructed to work home um, until further notice. And that is still the case at the moment. And it was quite a weird transition, actually. I mean, um, going from interacting with everyone um, in the office to everything being done virtually. It was quite a strange experience. And um, I think as time had gone it, gone on, we've sort of adjusted to the whole process. I mean, the rollout of Microsoft Teams and all these um, collaborative tools online has made it a lot easier to share work, to interact as much as we can um, in a post-COVID environment. Um, so it's been going well so far, but I think now we're at the stage where it's not myself that feels like this but the wider team feels as though maybe we do need that one-to-one -one human interaction in the office and I think going forward my company's approach is to like you said incorporate a um, hybrid model um, which would consist of a couple of days working at home and a couple of days working in the office and I think as a graduate as well, um, it's quite hard to um, increase your knowledge and your skill set by um, working from home. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Um, whereas I think working in the office, you're able to um, expand your skill set just by listening to those around you, especially the more senior people, um, as well as the directors that are normally in the office. Um, so I do think working from home, you do sort of miss um, that interactive knowledge building side of it all yeah definitely i think going forward um that kind of as you said that hybrid approach is definitely something that um could work and i think future future graduates and students listening to this um can probably expect that in the workplace going forward um so i guess focusing in on um before you started your uh, career with uh, turner and tans and what attracted you to a role in consultancy in the first place? Um, so I wanted to work in consultancy because I know you work on a range of different projects. Um, I think being so early on in my career, I didn't want to restrict to myself to one industry. Um, so consultancy really stood out to me because I was aware of all the um, um, various sectors you can work within. And then especially con construction, um, the portfolio of projects is absolutely massive. Um, mm. 
I'm working on a railway at the moment, but then in the future I could be working on a housing estate um, or a hotel. So I think the list is never ending. And um, again, as I'm so early on in my career, I didn't want to sort of restrict myself. And I wanted to be able to experience working on all the various sectors out there, um, which I hope will help me sort of identify what my passion is and um, what I'd like to specialise in in the future. So uh, obviously before you started with Turner and Tanzan and had that aspiration of uh, a career in consultancy, you probably had some, I guess, some preconceptions about what the role would look like. Is there anything now you've kind of been in the role a few years that has surprised you about it in terms of um, things you thought would be within the role that are or things that you didn't realise would be in the role that are? Um, I think the, that the role itself really surprised me. So when I applied for Turn and Townsend's graduate scheme, I actually applied for their project management role. Um, and because of my background with economics and politics, the company thought I'd be better suited in contract services, which mm-hmm. is the team that I work within now. Um, and then I, I think I just had preconceived ideas of what contract services would be. I mean, when you first hear the words contract services, you immediately think law um, and yeah. legal work. And that was just something that I was not interested in at all. Um, so when I first started the role, I was quite surprised to see that procurement plays a big part of contract services. Um, I mean, there's a legal and disputes team, but um, I had the option of choosing which area I wanted to sort of go down and I had chosen procurements. Um, so I think it's safe to say that don't be fooled by everything you see. It's not always as it seems. Um, so I'm quite happy that I... Um, got the opportunity to work um, with the team that I am now. Okay, so say uh, but when you were kind of um, a student at Aston and looking at graduate programmes and stuff, I, I'd assume maybe a career um, working within the construction industry wouldn't have been like the first thing you would have been looking at. So did you have any kind of preconceptions maybe about what that career a career in construction might look like when you heard that you'd be working in that industry in the consultancy um, on a consultancy basis? Oh, definitely. Um, you're completely right there. Construction was not one of my um, first career options um, or one of the industries that I wanted to go down. Um, I think the preconceptions I had about the construction industry is the fact that it's male-dominated and not really a place for uh, a woman. Um mm. But I think working within Turner and Townsend, um, when I when I first first started, I did think that it's it's quite male dominated here. There's a higher proportion of males, but I think that's dramatically changed over the past couple of years. Um, the company itself have increased the number of women they're recruiting, and they're actively embracing women in construction. Um, so that was the first one. And then I think the second one was the fact that when you think of construction, you think of um, being on construction sites, you think of hard helmets, you think of high-vis jackets, and it's not it's completely not the case at all. Um, I've never actually been on a site myself, um, so I was surprised to see the number of um, areas that you could work within the construction industry that doesn't necessarily have to be in the site itself. Um, there's a number of areas that one could work in, ranging from project management, pro- program management, cost management, and several others. 
Um, so construction isn't purely construction site work. There's a lot more to it than that um, that happens in the background. I think that's it. Like looking at, um, you see a lot of these big projects, like as you've mentioned, HS2 and housing developments and stuff. And although the people they're working on site are sort of putting the 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 project, the engineering side of the project and the construction side of the project together, there's so much that goes on prior to that in order to get the materials there, to get the resources, to get the the right people in place, etc. That I don't think people quite see, perhaps and don't really think of that as oh it's a it's a career in the construction industry um so yeah there's yeah. definitely like that sort of um unseen area of construction that people um don't perhaps explore um but yeah could be could be always worth exploring as you as you've found yourself yeah i think it's quite a naive thought um to think you give a builder a list of instructions to build something and then he or she goes off and builds it <laughs> there's, yeah, a, there's a lot yeah, there's a lot that happens uh, behind the scenes um, to get to so, that endpoint. Yeah, definitely. So, so you mentioned a little bit earlier about HS2. So, as we all know, that's a huge project nationally. So, um, what's it like being involved in such a big project? Um, I think it's quite a rewarding feeling, actually, being involved in one of the largest infrastructure projects. I mean, I work with a range of people from all um, different disciplines, and um, the work that goes on um, again behind closed doors you see that um, being published on the news and um, so I think it's quite a good feeling to know that you've actually contributed um, to an actual outcome an actual final product in the end and so I'm, go I'm going to throw things back right back to when you were a student again now so um, am I right in saying that you did complete a placement year when you were back at Aston yes um, so I completed a placement year um, working in the logistics industry. Okay, so it's it's not nothing too far away from what you're kind of doing now, but there's definitely a a bit of a jump from logistics to procurement. Yeah, so um, when I worked um, in logistics, I was given the opportunity to project manage um, the shipping of containers from one place to another. And um, I quite liked the project management aspect of it, which is why um, I had realised perhaps project management was a career path for me. Um, so that is the reason, again, why I applied for project management at Turner and Townsend. But even within the procurement space, I am still project managing um, projects. I've said yeah. projects so many times there. <laughs> 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 um, experience during my placement yeah I was able to understand what my likes and dislikes were um, I sort of understood where my strengths lied as well as where my weaknesses and it really helped sort of define what potential career options I would have um, following graduation. Were there any um, maybe sort of skills like transferable skills maybe that you felt like you picked up during your placement year that you feel have been really useful when you sort of started your uh, graduate job? Yeah, definitely. So um, I think during my placement year, I had developed um, my soft skills, um, especially with communication. Um, so speaking to both my peers and clients as well, um, improving stakeholder management skills, understanding client expectations and how you can deliver outcomes for them, um, understanding um, how to produce quality work as well. Uh, so I think all those 
skills were transfer transferable and I still use the lessons that I learned from uh, placement year to where I am today and in my work today. Um, so you do definitely learn a lot. I did also learn a lot of technical skills, for example, using Excel and using functions, how to create how to create um, efficient PowerPoint slides and um, present them to an audience. Um, so I definitely learned a lot from my placement year that I, um, I, I have transferred to my role today. And when you finished your placement year, did you... Do you feel like you had a bit more information in terms of um, the career choice and the career path you wanted to go down having done a year in industry at that point? I think so, because although I worked in logistics, um, there were a lot of different disciplines that I had applied in my role um, whilst on placement. So as I mentioned before, project management was one of them. And um, before doing my placement, yeah, I'd never had considered project management as a role. Um, I did also do a bit of procurement whilst I was... Um, working in my logistics role. So um, I gained an understanding of what procurement was, um, which which was quite useful in my role today because, um, as I mentioned earlier, not a lot of people know what procurement is. So it mm. was a, um, so it was quite a positive for my team to, for me to know actually what the basics of procurement were. Um, so I think working in a placement, work doing a placement, you um, understand um Although you're working in a particular role, there are other areas around you which you might have not heard of before. Yeah. Um, I, I, every every organisation has a HR team. Every organisation might have a legal team, a procurement team, which you can always get experience on whilst you're an intern. Um, and that might broaden your career horizons, essentially. I think that's it. As you said, like the... Um the kind of value that you get from your academic studies um, is one thing, but then there's a whole other value to be achieved from, um, I think, that placement year that broadens those horizons, as you said, and kind of opens up um, the potential for opportunities that you may not have considered before, um, if you and you perhaps wouldn't have considered at all if you hadn't have done that placement year. Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're going to round up here. I'm going to give you one last sort of question and that is if you were to give a piece of advice to um either a current student or maybe you're imagining yourself when you're a student something that you wish you knew at the time what would that be um so i think most students um enter university with a set career path in mind and if i was to go back um i would sort of broaden my career options and uh, perhaps look for or um, do a bit of research on careers that are not necessarily as common as your um, mainstream jobs um, because you never know where your interests m might lie in. Um, so I would say broaden your career options and you can do that by speaking to the people around you. So um, utilise your internal network. Um, are there people that you know that work in jobs that you might not necessarily um, know what the job entails or um, you have an interest in or would like to know more about them I would say utilize your internal network and speak speak to those people um, I would say utilize um, social media as well I mean I use LinkedIn quite um, often and I do get messages from students asking me about my experience as a graduate within my company and um, 
I think that's something that I should have done whilst I was at university. Um, I think people are more than happy to give a bit of insight into the roles that they play within their organisations. Um, and it'll, it'll, um, it will give you an idea of whether that's something that suits you. Um, and um, you never know, it might, it might end up being a potential career path for yourself as well. Um, so I, I would say those are the two key things um, that I wish I'd known if um, I was at students at university. Now, those are two really good pieces of advice. Um, thanks for sharing those. Um, so as I said, I think that's everything, Aisha. So thank you again for joining us on the podcast. Um, I guess uh, if anyone is interested in a career in consultancy, maybe something specifically in um in construction are there are, are you happy for them to contact you via linkedin or something like that so they can ask a bit more yeah no problem perfect so uh what i'll do is uh i will leave in the show notes a, a link to aisha's linkedin and then if you want to ask her a few more questions about her particular career or a career in that um in consultancy or what she does in terms of uh within the construction industry then do go ahead and ask aisha a few questions so that's everything for today. Uh, thank you for joining us. Oh!